All right, patron parishioners, thank you for tuning in for this week's bonus content. Uh, So in our episode earlier today, we covered the very famous scene of the Red Sea being parted by Moses. Super iconic, as Emily said, really famous. And so what we did is we went back and, of course, we watched that scene in The Prince of Egypt um, because it's beautiful and astounding. And then we also watched this really interesting YouTube video that you can watch and see for yourself if you look for the title of the video is The Visual Effects of Parting the Red Sea Through the Years. And what they do is they do a comparison, like a side-by-side comparison of how this scene has been accomplished in all of the different film versions of the story of Moses. And bear in mind that a lot of the film versions of the story of Moses take place pre-CG. So where we're not able to just really quickly kind of digitally create this really amazing scene of the sea parting. And I picked it out specifically because... No, we're talking jello. <laughs> Literally, well, jello was used in the creation of Yes, that. in the 1923 version. Yes. So I, I totally forgot that Cecil B. DeMille, he directed the Ten Commandments, like the 1957 version that we've been watching, but... That's a remake of his 1923 version. Like, get that. 1923, it was in black and white. So it's like no visual effects to speak of, really. And yes, Jello was used in that particular scene. Now, Jace, I picked out this video because I thought that you would enjoy it because you are a VFX boy. I am a, I am a VFX boy. That's true. <laughs> Very accurate. Yeah, I mean, I remember as a kid, I think, watching some sort of TV special about the making of the Charlton Heston, the, mm-hmm. the second Cecil B. DeMille version, and kind of how they composited that together from different shots, and how they played the footage backwards, and stuff like that. I do think it really inspired some of my, my early videos I made with my brother, where things would disappear by stopping the camera, and then right. removing them, Those and then like starting really the camera again. Those really early camera tricks that you Cute. would do. Look at you. <laughs> We we definitely, yeah, had some videos of magic shows that we did using those techniques. Mm -hmm. It's pretty great. Um, Basically, same caliber as as what we just watched. Right. So the most famous, the most famous one that was still made using like practical effects is probably the one in the Ten Commandments, um, which was, as they explained in the video, on the Paramount Studio lot, they had these two gigantic troughs of water that they recorded having the water spill over the top and then, then they, you know, reversed that footage and composited it into the film. Um, my grandfather told me years ago when I was a child and I've not corroborated this claim, so take it with a grain of salt, but my grandfather told me years ago that for a long time, they kept those troughs of water at the Paramount lot and would recreate that for tourists wow that oh, would that show was part up of the tour yeah that's awesome oh my yeah. god let's just see that on the tour because well, think about it in 1956 yeah. like, you see that film and you're like how the hell did they do that and of course if you yeah. went on a paramount studio tour of course that like that would be their crowning achievement of like this is how we did it for sure like, it makes sense that's incredible yeah. I mean, there is something amazing about practical effects, mm. especially now, like in the day of CG, where we're we're just very mm. jaded mm-hmm. as a community. I think we're like, yeah, yeah, whatever. That's true. But I mean, I recently saw the movie Hellraiser, or at least parts uh-huh. of it. And uh, is it Hellraiser? Which, yeah, maybe. I mean, that is a movie. Yeah, it is. Yes, that is a film. Yeah, that one with yes, yeah. that's Hellraiser. Yeah. yeah, yeah, and it's it's not. Great film, but also it is great in the uh, practical visual effects that it has. Mm. They're rather gruesome and horrifying, but also 
really impressive. And it does kind of like add to that visceral sense of, wow, you're really watching something happening as opposed to just like a fake CG thing that you have to suspend your disbelief for a bit. Yeah, it is kind of funny to think that that for us now in modern day, like I'm trying to think of like, when's the last time that we as a movie going audience saw a, a visual effect where we were like, I've never seen anything like that before. And I, the only thing that comes to mind for me is like the bullet time thing in the matrix mm, yeah, where maybe, they, yeah. they like built this custom camera rig and kind of invented this look that's now everywhere. Maybe, you know what? Okay. Actually I would do you one more. Maybe yeah, avatar, not in the world, but in the facial motion capture. Because, I mean, I was, a, I was a mocap yeah. person back in the day. And so oh, yeah. I feel like Avatar was really groundbreaking, at least on, like, a major audience scale of showing people the capabilities of facial motion capture. Huh. Yeah. Yeah. That's what I okay, would argue. maybe. Yeah. That's maybe a little bit more subtle. But, it's, but, but I feel like it's rare. I feel like we're now mm-hmm. we're a little bit numb. We're to just, just like, yeah, like, whatever. Cool, whatever. You made a building explode or, like, right. you, you know, like in, in Inception, I thought there were some really amazing visual effects in that movie. But mm-hmm. no one was like, oh my gosh, I've never seen anything like right. it. Even if they hadn't, it wasn't yeah, enough No one was like, oh my God, how do they do that? Right, or things right. like that. Yeah. Except for me. I was like that. <laughs> <laughs> well, okay. Of course, I think it's so funny that... Okay, so you think about the Lord of the Rings series that came out not too long ago. Mm-hmm. Obviously very CG heavy. And right. in a lot of interviews, like the director and like the VFX supervisor and stuff like that, we're talking about the fact that no one made a full Lord of the Rings trilogy series of movies for a long time because for so long it was like the only option we have is to hand animate this. Like we don't have the technology or the ability to make a movie of this scale, you know, just using the tools that we have. And so they had to wait until the technology was actually at a point Hmm. where they could make the film that it was. However, I look at something like this and I'm like in 1923, they like looked at the story of the Moses and they're like, Hmm, plagues. Hmm. Uh, red sea parting. Hmm. Whatever. We can huh. do that. Hundreds of thousands of <laughs> exactly. people. Exactly. Like, Hundreds of thousands of people. Whatever. We, we can, we can figure it out. Whatever. We and got they it. did. And no that's problem. super amazing. Especially with the extras thing. Like the fact that like they didn't have digital compositing of crowds. Yeah. They just had, yeah. we're going to round up a thousand extras and yep. film them a bunch of times as much as we can. Um, and we got to feed those people and clothe those people and keep them happy. And it, it really is amazing. Yeah. And for a movie like that, where they all have to yeah. be clothed in yes. specific like period clothing mm-hmm. and whatever. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It is really interesting. Anyway, what, and what, they covered cool. some other yeah. movies too, but like kind of nothing was very remarkable except yeah, for, so, so there's the 1923 version of the 10 commandments, which was directed by Cecil B. DeMille. And then 30 years later, he pulled a George Lucas and was like, I'm going to remake this with better technology. And uh-huh. it, unlike George Lucas, it ended up being the better version, <laughs> um, <laughs> which was the 1957 version with Charlton Heston that we've been watching. And then yeah. they covered Prince of Egypt. They covered, it seems like some more like mini series style situations, mm. like one with, was it Burt Russell and one with, uh, it couldn't have been Burt Russell. I must be remembering that incorrectly. Wait, Kurt, Kurt, <laughs> Russell? Kurt Russell. Wait, who's Burt Reynolds? Burt, Burt Reynolds. <laughs> Burt Russell. <laughs> Kurt Russell's long lost dad. It, was Burt Lancaster. That's who it was. Okay. Sorry. A different Burt. A different there Burt. Um, Love it. Or the version of the story with Ben Kingsley, but all of them were kind of like, meh. Meh. Yeah. Ironically, maybe more realistic 
as we were saying, of like kind of just the waters receding a little bit as opposed to this big explosion and very triumphant parting of the waters. Yeah. Cause and then, of yeah. course, there's Exodus, which came out just a few years ago in which I believe no one really cared about too much. Um, but was all, it was yeah, all... I didn't even know that that was going to be there. But it was there, all CG. That that was there But I all. feel like once, once we're done reading Exodus, the three of us should probably watch that movie I together. I think it would be interesting. Which one? The new Exodus or the Ten Commandments? Well, both. Let's watch them both. I I was saying we should watch Exodus Gods and Kings, the Ridley Scott one, because I haven't seen it, and I'm curious. I think it would be refreshing to see a Moses Mm. movie where there's some, like, actual Hebrews in it instead of just white people. That's true, as opposed to just a bunch of white people. That's a good point. Mm -hmm. That is a good point. Yeah. I mean, even, I'm like, Ridley Scott, really, Christian Bale, like... Come yeah, on. that is a weird. It's like it's choice. that movie was in like two thousand mm, what fourteen thirteen two thousand fourteen. Yeah, so I'm like, mm, yeah, come on now. Geez. Yeah, yeah. Well, I will say yes. The portrayal of this scene in uh, the Prince of Egypt was quite beautiful, if quite horrifying. It is spooky. It's just I don't know. Like the Prince of Egypt, I know I saw it as a child, and it didn't stick with me very much. Obviously, but but I feel like if I if I really had paid attention, it would have been pretty scary. That's a lot of scary stuff happening. People dying in the mm-hmm. water. Jace's worst Seriously, nightmare. Seriously, no, it's horrifying. It is awful. Um, Ray, Fine, Ray Fiennes, yeah. who plays Pharaoh, he exists. I did not realize Ray Fiennes was Pharaoh yeah, in that movie. Yeah, yeah. Um, but the, like, yeah, when they're walking through the parted sea, which is parted, like, it goes up miles miles and it's it's maybe like six feet wide yeah they have to go through super narrow but you can see like whales swimming by in it with like lightning flashing behind them it was cool but like i'm like that whale swims out the edge there and just falls on them all like (laughs) that's the end of yeah (laughs) okay sorry i i just had to look up the cast of the prince of egypt Uh um and uh so first of all star-studded cast sandra bullock ray fines Right. Michelle Pfeiffer, Steve right. Martin, Danny Glover, Jeff Goldblum, Patrick Stewart, Jeez. Helen Mirren. Um, and uh, wow. you want to take a guess at who played Moses? You barely heard him talk. He he just kind of like cried. <laughs> uh, Zach Efron. Val Kilmer. Who Wait. you learned really? played Moses in the musical version, which you also just learned about. Oh my like, gosh. 10 minutes ago. Yeah, so I just discovered recently that there was um, Ten Commandments, the musical. So this was a, uh, a, th- a stage show in 2004 with Val Kilmer playing Moses. That's so funny. After Prince of Egypt, they came out, they were like, that's our Moses. Like, yeah, that's the I one. I guess so. Wait, so when did Prince of Egypt come out? 1998. I see. So then when they did the musical, they're like, we need that but guy. He's the shoe in He's just got that musical voice. He's got that Moses, that Moses vibe. <laughs> yeah, Again, for sure. all white people, I will point out. Um, yes, this is true. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, I, I, I looked this Except up. Except for Danny Glover, not a white person. That's true. Okay. But I, I looked this up and so uh, the, the, it's called The Ten Commandments, the musical. Definitely go look it up. Um, there's some, some footage on YouTube. But this came out in 2004 as a stage show, which I guess was actually a translation of something that was originally a French show, I oh, think. Oh, interesting. Um, wow. I think it was French originally. I, I'm sorry if I'm wrong about that. But they did it, and it had Val Kilmer, and it had Adam Lambert in it as Joshua. 
so who we've funny. not come across oh yet. But what's funny is no. this was before The Voice like really uh, took off. Oh. And so they have since re-released covers of the DVD that feature his name on it. Because oh, before funny. he wasn't like a featured name on it because he was a just some deal. dude in a band. Yeah. Um, <laughs> and so, yeah, it is, it is funny that that happened. Um, but uh, it's generally the, the musical itself not reviewed terribly well, but the actors' performances in it are fairly well regarded. Of like, okay. they, they all did a great job in a meh musical. Okay. Um, but anyway, they did make a movie mm. of this. They made a DVD in 2006 with the original cast, including Val Kilmer and Adam Lambert. So if you want to watch wow. this, you, you'll have to go get the DVD. There's a few clips on YouTube, but uh, yeah. Anyway, wow, I had no idea that right? Val Kilmer was Moses mm-hmm. in, in, in Prince of Egypt. That's nuts. Yeah. That's so interesting, Jace. It all comes full right, circle. Right. It really well, does. We so appreciate <laughs> you listening to us talk about all of these different uh, ways in which this scene was created. It, it's really interesting, and uh, we're excited to watch more and to learn more about what happens next to Moses. Mm-hmm.